In today's show, we are celebrating our 10-year anniversary, so let's just jump on into it. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times, and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. All right, happy birthday to us, everybody. We are celebrating. We've got a bevy of people who are going to help us celebrate all throughout the night. We're going to tell some great stories, walk down memory lane. But uh, Tony and I are not going to be hosting tonight. So we brought uh, two of our bestest friends, uh, co-podcasters that we've known for probably longer than we've been doing the show from the skull rock podcast and the Disney list, as well as dining, uh, dining at Disney. We have Al John and Kristen. How are you guys doing tonight? Oh, we're doing great. Oh, we're doing great. And I'm like trying to, I like try to schedule my own sound effects to be cool. Like guys, and I'm hitting the wrong disclaimer. I do. So I'll just it's clap just, for yeah, ourselves. A lot of guys out there. I started a lot of guys out there. Hey, you know, it's all right. You know, you have to admit sometimes you're wrong. And uh, I, I fell, I fell on a joke grenade there. But anyway, uh, thanks for having us on the show. We appreciate it. And cra- congratulations to you guys for a decade of podcasting. That's quite a milestone. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Tony, uh, Tony, how are you doing? Are you, are you good? Yeah. You, you're I'm busy uh, working over there. Yep. I am texting people trying to. Tony's managing the show and and the behind the scenes. Um, (laughs) Why don't I go ahead and introduce our other guest? Or you want to do that, or you want me to do that, Al John? Can I I do that for you? Oh, go go ahead. Al John's doing the same thing too. All right, all right. We've got uh, one of our best friends who is uh, he's a contributor to like my pod, my uh, blog, Tony's blog, and tons of, of writing all over the internet. You know him, you love him. His name is Bill and uh, Mickey Guy, right? Mickey Man. Mickey Guy, Bill. Mickey Man. Help me out, buddy. You got to talk. Mickey Man. Okay. Mickey Man. Mickey Man. That's it. Thank you. Very original. So, uh, <laughs> very original he's been writing for decades about this he's he's like he's our own little jim corcus he's our own little archivist from disney way back if there's anything about walt disney world or disney bill knows it so we always go to him if we need information so he's helped the show in more ways than he'll even know so we're glad to have him and then we would be remiss if we didn't showcase two of the amazing travel agents from destinations of travel who's our show sponsor we're so glad that we partnered with those guys they're amazing every person we've ever talked to from their team is incredible and we've got two awesome folks we've got heidi hi heidi Hello? Am I going? Hello? Hello. Can you hear me? Okay, there you go. Uh, okay, there you go. Mine must be delayed like you wouldn't believe. And then we have April celebrating the month of April. We've got April. Yeah. We're going to be, we're going to be talking about that. So, uh, all right, cool. So uh, take it away, Aldon and Kristen. That's awesome. Well, it's great to see everybody here. 
face to face over this virtual meetup to celebrate 10 years of Disney Parks podcast. It's incredible. What an accomplishment, because I think there's a little bit of insanity when you're podcasting as often and as regularly as we all do. Uh, because it's a, it's got to be a passion. It's definitely got to be a passion project. You have to be passionate about Disney in order to keep on doing what you've been doing for 10 years. What keeps you guys going after all these years? Oh, me, John. Okay, great. You want to start? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Tony, what do you feel all right, about this? My, my rule of thumb was this, and I said this to John when we started. Once it stops becoming fun, I drop the mic and I walk away. So as long as we're having fun, then, uh, you know, we'll continue to do this. And, you know, people have, you know, hosts have come and gone from the show. Technologies have come and gone from the show. Uh, you know, we've had many guests on the show. We used to do, I don't know, four or five shows a week. We used to record for hours on Monday nights. Uh, you know, the fact that we're down to three shows that only is about two hours of entertainment is, you know, a great feat for us <laughs> being able to <laughs> control ourselves into how much Disney podcasting we want to do. And besides that, we were doing other podcasts on top of that. So we were doing, you know, Orlando like a local. We were doing how to podcast. So it was a marathon on Mondays, but you know, it has to be fun. And like you're saying, it's a passion project, right? I mean, we get a little bit of money here and there, but you know, it's not like, Oh, you know, I, I, it's enough money. I could quit my job and just, you know, do this for the rest of my life. It's not, yeah, no one's getting rich. No one's yeah, getting rich. Nobody, from, uh, yeah. It's like writing a book or getting rich. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. look. Yeah. You know, we, we understand. I mean, there's a lot of life, life happens. Yeah. And all you can do is just go out there and produce some awesome content as long as you feel proud about it. Now, how about, how about you, John? What, what's your motivation to keep this going? I mean, you and Tony seem to be, peanut butter and jelly a lot of the times because it's the it, 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 the dynamic duo there's things that obviously both of you have great chemistry together but when you guys are together it's uh it's radio magic like right yeah i that's really what it is i mean it's the it's the the differences that we celebrate but when we come together it really does work i mean tony tony's got his perspective i got my perspective and you know, the passion comes from, you know, I just love this medium. I've, I've wanted to do podcasting. I've wanted to do vid casting for a long time. And I, I, I've watched other people do it. And I've, you know, you know, when we get into how the show started, I, I wanted to jump into that world because mainly it goes back to as crazy as it sounds, it goes back to my mom because, you know, she, she never got to go to a park when she was a kid and she grew up in the fifties, you know, she grew up in that era of Walt Disney and Disneyland and all that. And she never, ever thought she would see a Disney park. And we were lucky enough to be able to take her on a number of occasions to Walt Disney world. And there was a stretch of time where I was, you know, we had to move to Georgia and I remember that pit of like, uh, you know, I can't just pick up and go to Magic Kingdom anymore, you know, and I remember listening to every podcast I can get my hands on. I'm going to listen to you guys. I was listening to Lou. I was listening to other podcasters and, 
you know, I just, I just, I wanted to be a part of that because I knew that my mom would listen to it and she would be able to share some of that magic too. And so then I started the ball rolling for myself and then I just, I met Tony and then it just worked. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of hard work after the show. It's sometimes work during the show. Uh, Tony will back me up. We haven't always had the most talkative guests on the planet. Mm. Uh, as as everybody here who does podcast yes. knows, it's not always it's not always great. But that's really what does it. I mean, uh, it's it, it goes back to what Tony said. If it's not fun, I'm out. Yeah. And um, luckily, the the fun p- portion has been greater than the not so fun. Right. Right. That's awesome. Do you have a question, Kristen? Yes. Yeah, up for so, a second. Yes, because he he said he met Tony. So my question is, how did you meet Tony? <laughs> How'd you guys think? You want to tell that story, John? When Harry met Sally. <laughs> sure. I was uh, I was turning tricks on the corner in a downtown <laughs> show. Family show. <laughs> when did this turn into an episode of like so I was, uh, here? Oh my. As uh, okay, so here's here's what I remember. Back in the day when Twitter was fun and free, um <laughs> I worked really, really hard to grow a, a Twitter following for WDW Park Hoppers. And I was trying to meet people who were in the community and 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 not just like, you know, talk at them, actually start a relationship with them. And and Tony was one of the people on my list because he was doing Disney by the numbers. This guy was great. And so I always had DBTN in my head. You know, there's a handful of other people that I always kind of kept in my brain when I was when I was out and about. So uh, it was uh, I want to say it was the fifth anniversary mm-hmm. of Expedition Everest mm-hmm. and Lou Mangello, who we talk about way too much on the show, was having a meetup. <laughs> I and think he owes us money. I was he was doing it behind Yak and he does. Uh he was doing it behind Yak and Yeti and I was walking around and I looked and there was this, this guy sitting in uh, a dark shirt and he had, or he had a shirt and he had a dark hat on, had the big numbers DBTN on it. Uh, and I was like, Hey, are you Tony from by the number? Yeah. And he's like, uh, I think I was talking yeah. to Steve Barrett. And I actually. said, you're not going to know me, but I'm, I'm, I, you probably were. I didn't. I didn't know Steve at the time, yeah. so you probably were. I, I yeah. probably goofed and interrupted him and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I said, "Hi, you're not going to know me. My name is John. I'm I'm Park Hopper John on Twitter, and I follow you on Twitter. I, it's a real pleasure to meet you. And I think I said something goofy like that. Ten minutes. <laughs> no joke. Ten minutes prior to that, I had done the exact same thing to uh, who's the guy that did Inside the Magic or he quit? Ricky Briganti. Ricky Briganti. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember his name. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> he no sold me so bad, oh. and uh, I I just was like, I'm, okay, I'm going to reach out to this guy. And, yeah. and, well, he's uh, a social butterfly, and so, so I'm surprised Ricky that didn't work like, out for you, John. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, I'm John. He's like, oh hey, yeah. We used to have Ricky, you know, and <laughs> so I met Tony. That's a trip. Yeah. So I met, I met Tony and we just started chatting online and we, we became friends and then history was made. What, what, 
I think it was after the um I think we both went to that preview for chimpanzee. <clears throat> I, I I don't know. We didn't get invited together, I don't think. I think you got your own invite. I had my own invite. And uh, I think we chatted there. And then after that, we were like, oh, let's do a show. We could talk about this preview. <laughs> <laughs> so the so, show is your idea, Tony. The what? The show is your idea? I think so, a little bit. Uh, I think I asked John before he asked me, um, you know, let's do the show. I mean, if you look back at our archive, it's show 0000 is the chimpanzee show. Uh, you can go search that on our website. I, I think it's wow. still there, and you can listen to how horrible we It was like a grade school romance. You yeah. passed a note to each other <laughs> in the hallway. Exactly. Yeah, you passed it to John, and you said, John, will you be my podcast friend for yeah. life? And check this box, yes or no. Yeah. And, and then you guys are in married bliss for podcast land forever yeah. and ever. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It was uh, – I had just started WDW Park Hoppers podcast, and oh, I think wow. I was like three episodes in, and it was brutal. It's hard enough doing podcasts. It's hard enough launching a podcast, and it's hard enough doing that by yourself. Mm-hmm. I got five minutes into it, and I'm like, I can't do this for 25 minutes. Yeah. It's tough and, by yourself. How does Lou Mangiello do this? <laughs> yeah. And then that's when that's about the time I, I got about three weeks under my belt. Tony reached out, and uh, he, he said, do you want to form an alliance. <laughs> and I said, yes. Come to the dark side, John. <laughs> come to the dark side. We have cupcakes. Yes. <laughs> nice. Only if it's a cupcake that has the peanut butter in the middle of it. Yes, please. Mm. Yes, That's please. Our cake back yeah, in the Star, Star Wars we yeah. can say. Oh, yeah. That's we like, good. We like that. Hey, um, while while we're at it, yeah. know, we're, we're asking these questions. If people are watching the live feed, thank you. Leave your questions and comments in the chat because I'm sure we can go back to them. Yeah, and ask. Absolutely. I want to give a shout out to the chat because Stephen and Robbie, Rebecca, Laurel, uh, Laura, James, Christina, Stephen, James, everyone saying hi. Wishing everybody here, wishing the two of you a happy 10 year anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and from a listener perspective, I'm gonna I'm gonna ping our also our guest panel April and Heidi about this. Um, what what as as listeners of the show before you started sponsoring the show, did you love about the chemistry between John and and uh, and Tony here, the dynamic duo, if you will? <laughs> kind of like one of those uh, Laurel and Hardy, um, Abbott and oh. Costello. Like. <laughs> That's the question now. Yeah. I'm not who? saying no. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, hey, who, who's who then? Like R two D two and C three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't eat your food. I'm C three PO or your R two D two. Which one was that? Tony, you're C three PO. Oh yeah. Well, Kristen, so, I have to say thank you very much for that comment. It's a fun chemistry. It's a fun chemistry, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And you never know what you're going to get, and that's fun. Um, yep. I think. Yep. 
<laughs> the the mystery of it all too is just fun. I don't know, April. I'm sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> okay, no, no, it's no, fine. No. I I agree completely with you. I I agree. <laughs> okay, it's just fun. So, it's just fun. So the banter is great. The chemistry is there, but you said mystery. I want to know more about this mystery. What is mysterious about this podcast? With two of What's mysterious? I mean. You know, just in my Let's experience know. with uh, with like Christy, um, when she and I would come on here and we would chat through, you know, talking about different things that were um, happening and all things Disney when it came to deals and things like that. Um, there were times when I thought I had them pegged and I knew where they were going to go with a particular <laughs> conversation and I was dead wrong. So I don't know. It keep, keep me on my toes. That's right. Okay. So now <laughs> I, I totally <laughs> Okay, I totally, I totally get it. I, no, think, that, yeah. I think her comparison of people was very much of they are the yin and yang of each other. Yes, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I mean, yeah. it, it takes it takes the yin and yang to make a really great show. Right. I think you know they have different point of views on things, mm-hmm. but they do have that Venn diagram, right? They have the they they have different opposing mm-hmm. views, at times, but there is that little center part where mm-hmm. they come together yep and that makes it interesting and fun you know we talked about how the two of you met but when you know and the first podcast you said it was you said it was a little bit of a train wreck oh yeah Uh, so so over time how did your podcast just end up you know growing were there things that you listen back to your podcast and say, we need to put us in this, we need to trim this, or we need to increase this. I mean, is that process still the same today as it was when you started? Yeah. So this, this, the, I'll say the secret sauce for us is, you know, we do a survey at the end of every year and we ask the listeners, you know, what do you like? Do you like this? What do you like? Do you like news? Do you want this? Do you want more Star Wars? Do you want more uh, things about parks, you know, other parks? And we just listen to what the listeners, you know, ask and tell us. And, and we just, you know, trim things, cut things, got rid of show. Like this year, it was a big change for us. We're, we're not really live on the week, uh, you know, Mondays anymore because people saying they weren't watching it live. They were just watching the recordings. So, all right, great. We'll just record it and we'll put it out there and you can watch the video on YouTube or facebook or wherever you know you want to watch it so yeah it that all everything we do really just comes from the listeners and what they you know suggest to us and you know if it makes sense to us well then fine we'll do it you know so nice so when we send out that survey or post that survey you should take that <laughs> survey <laughs> we'll take it. yeah, yeah. Uh, we john i yeah. think i think for me honestly i i don't know what all tony does working and especially nowadays anyway um i i listen to a lot of podcasts and i was listening to two in particular uh that were non-disney and i love them because it was a group of people sitting around uh sitting around a room and all of them had microphones and they just had a conversation and it was fun. They were joking around, they were cracking wise, and they were they're a sci-fi podcast and they're talking about all the news of the news of the day, like the shows coming out, the movies coming out. Very similar to the same format, but different, you know, subject matter. And I I came to Tony and I said, I think we need to make a serious adjustment to how we do the show. He's like, What do you mean? I said, Well, you know. 
when you're doing a podcast, the very first, the very first shows that you do, you spend more time taking out the ums, the uhs, and all the. <sighs> what I think is, you know, and and all that dead space. And so what happens is, is you wind up having a show that sounds a lot like this. Hey guys, welcome to the show. So glad that you're here. Today we're talking about blah, 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 blah. And we're going to be talking about this. Tony, what do you think? I think that's great. We're going to talk about it. It's just this monotony. And that's not how conversations are. Yeah. And if there's anything that I wanted to do with Disney Parks podcast was for Tony and I to, to basically have a show or a series of shows. All the shows on the Patreon side are the same, where we invite people into our living room. You know, it's like when we go to dinner, we're all sitting around the table just shooting the snot and we're joking and we're talking about something that we're passionate about. We just have to be reading news articles and then we talk about how we feel about it. And, you know, a great example of that was the other day we had planned to talk about something in a Patreon show and it was right after, you know, Disney fired the first salvo and Ron DeSantis fired his salvo. And I'm like, I think we really need to talk about you know, what would happen if Reedy Creek were to disappear? And that's definitely, we need to do that on Patreon because there are going to be things said that we should not say in an open forum. <laughs> and that's what we did. We just decided right then. And we had a conversation where it was, you know, we tried to see it from all sides. It was passionate. Things were said that we couldn't say in a family show. Not that it was really horrible, but, you know. But we had a great conversation. And then when I got done recording, I was like, that's a podcast right there. That's what I love. And yes. I think the minute that we adopted that strategy, A, the show got easier to record and edit. You know, a couple things we want to change out here and there, fix a few things. But it just became a conversation. And I think that people have conversations and they've had conversations throughout history and when you look at the great interviewers, no matter who it is, they've just had been they've just been really great conversationalists. And that's what I want Tony and I to be a great conversationalist in the Disney spotlight. Yeah. So you're yeah. looking for more of that as if somebody was eavesdropping on a conversation the two of Absolutely. you were having. Absolutely. What a what a real conversation is like between two friends and not a like staged conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Or a lot right. of times, you and know, when we're, you're when, around people that you don't feel you can say yeah, yeah. what you really want to say. Yeah. And when we do interviews, I kind of channel my uh, any inner uh, Johnny Carson. I mean, I think Johnny Carson was a great uh, interviewer because he asked a question of the guest uh, and then he listened. And then they would say something and then he'd say, oh, hold on. You know, let me ask you, you know, you said blah, 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 blah. You know, tell me more about that. So, you know, uh, th and that's kind of the way we run our interviews is, you know, ask a question, let that guest speak. You know, when you're interviewing somebody, it shouldn't be us talking. It should be them talking. Right. So, um, you know, you listen to what they say and then you, you know, fire back some, you know, different questions. Right. And everybody who's sitting in here, who's been a guest on the show, mm -hmm. they all get the same, you know, conversation ahead of time. Guys, we want two things. We want to have fun and we want to have a good conversation. Mm -hmm. And if we do those two things well, this show will be successful. 
And I think that's more attainable than we want to have the most well-produced, clean-sounding show possible because that's just not who we are and that's not how we do things. I think the, and that's a great point. I think people want authenticity. That's what keeps them, you know, them coming back because they can get the content from a lot of different sources these days. But what keeps people on the hook is the relationships that you have with each other, the chemistry, Mm -hmm. as, as, uh, you know, as was pointed out, the chemistry is important and you never know what you're going to say next. I think that's what keeps people tuned in and, and subscribe to the podcast. So uh, I think that's all really choice stuff, good stuff. But over the years of those 10 years, do you have a particular guest who is your favorite or a couple guests? If you could, uh, if you could name some and we'll start this time with John. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've got a few. Little pregnant pause there for dramatic effect. Uh, well, it's not that. There's there's a little <laughs> bit of a delay, so forgive me for that. That's, um, that's exactly why I said that. <laughs> I think that. Uh, I mean, I'll leave the big one. I know. I know that Tony and I have a couple of the same people, so I I purposely picked some people that I really enjoyed talking to, and I think one of my favorite people that we ever talked to was K. Uh, uh, Maintenance Martins from the uh, Walt Disney Museum in Marceline. Oh, yeah. Because she was so unpretentious. And she was just a great interview. And it's one of those moments where, you know, in a TV show or movie, something happens and they, like, drag the needle over the record. You get that sound. (laughs) So she's literally talking. And, yeah, and and this this will go down. In an interview, I know that we're going to be talking about favorite moments at some point, but in an interview, my favorite interview moment was this. She's just talking about when she grew up in Marceline and this happened and we got air conditioning and our house was one that had air conditioning and Walt and Lillian stayed there and they were just nice people and we had a great time seeing them. And like Tony and I literally, our jaws went, what? And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. okay, I'm sorry, go back. Walt Disney and Lillian Disney did what? And, oh, and yeah. Roy. Yeah, they and stayed Roy at our is, house lots yeah, of times. Roy's Walt yeah. bounced me on his feet. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, my literally my head started screwing upside down. And I'm like, yeah. why are she, we talking about the museum? Yeah, <laughs> she, added the kicker, the, she added the kicker of, uh, oh, and we went and uh, went to Disneyland and we stayed in Walt's apartment. I was like, oh. Wow. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Well, she knew that was Walt Disney, but she didn't realize it was Uncle Walt Disney. She didn't yeah. realize it was Uncle Walt. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap. Uh, so that was definitely one. Yeah. And I think my my second favorite uh, was just honestly, every we've interviewed him a few times. I've interviewed him a couple times outside of the Disney Park show. It was Steve Barrett. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hidden Mickey guy. And he's uh, he's he's so fun, and he's such a laid back dude. I know. And his wife is a hoot. Yeah, that's what she is. Yeah, they're and um, they're just good people. <laughs> and Steve is so understanding. Yeah, and he's just a great. He's a great interview because not only is he the guy that kind of you know 
trademarked the hidden Mickey idea and the searching for hidden Mickeys and stuff, although it was, was in the parks before him, he just he just made it cool and fun. And you could tell his past, he's like a little kid, you know, he's a doctor. And then we get him on Hidden Mickeys. He's like, oh, I found this one the other day. I, you're not going to believe it. It's my favorite <laughs> Hidden Mickey. I'm like, yeah, wow. Just to see that happen. So I think that would be. Uh, Wait, he's a doctor and he was kicked out of Vegas because he was a professional card counter. <laughs> that yeah. was wow. the kicker to his story. I- yeah, I knew that from I knew that from before, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of crazy. Sorry, Steve, not- we're outing you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, they have cameras everywhere, Steve. So yeah. Yeah, the, the, you're counting cards. Yeah. Their chances are they're gonna gonna get you. Yeah, but uh, no, that's you, Tony. Do you have a, a couple? Yeah, couple I'm gonna years? start with uh, Pat Carroll. Pat Carroll was uh, a great get for us early on. Um, You know, we had a long list of questions to ask her about all kinds of different things in her career. And we asked one question and she spoke the entire time. I think we interjected a couple things here and there, but just Pat went on and on and on and on. And she had great stories, everything. One story led to another story. She was just a great storyteller. Uh, and then really the fun part of that was uh, she was going to be at the D23 Expo. And we said, oh, we're going too. She's like, well, stop by, you know, this booth. And uh, it gifts by Small Fry, a friend of ours, uh, Linda, who, you know, set us up with this interview. And uh, stop by the booth. And I we stopped by the booth and she was sitting down. She was signing some autographs and I had a backpack on. She literally grabbed my backpack straps and pulled me almost across the table to give me a hug. I was like, oh, this is good. <laughs> this is good. Um, I yeah, think, she was a great interview. Yeah. She's a lot of fun. I, you know, I, I hear her, you know, she's getting old and she's ailing. I'd love to get her back on, you know, one more time just to you know, seal it up. But uh, I think a lot of the voiceover people were, uh, are interesting interviews, you know, how they got, you know, invited by Disney to, you know, like um, uh, Mike Priscilla, who does the people mover, you know, spiel, you know, I just, I mean, you know, Disney calls out of the blue and says, Oh, you know, we want you to do this recording or, you know, Mark Silverman, you know, yep. doing the the haunted uh, Tower of Terror. It's just you know crazy how these things out of the blue, you know, show up on these guys' doorsteps and they become you know Disney famous, uh, you know, for doing it. And you know they they have great stories of you know how they how they did that. And a lot of the artists too. We spoke to a lot of artists. You know, Kevin John, Greg McCullough. Uh, you know, we've had you know artists on the show too, and you know how they went from zero to hero in the Disney community is uh, interesting as well. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that. I remember early on, we used to text and call each other on a pretty regular basis when you started the podcast. Yeah. And we would oftentimes be in the car. I remember I remember being in the car at what was then downtown Disney. <laughs> downtown Disney. Uh, way back, yeah, before Disney Springs in, in Orlando, folks. Uh, it was downtown Disney. And we would be in the car talking about what's going on with a podcast and mm. what should we do this or should we do that? And we'd always have great exchanges and we still do to this day. We talk about how we can make our shows better, right? which, is, which is a great because as technology has changed, you know, we started doing this podcast uh, right as a transition of the internet started from, you know, 
web 1. you know web 1.0 to where it is today and it's it's grown substantially you know you mentioned john about the the growth in twitter you know we've gotten huge you know hits from from twitter uh, initially you know and as we kind of hold back our use of twitter for the most part you know it still grows it's amazing how how these kind of social platforms and being on this podcast and to being on all these different podcast stations have kind of changed over years yeah well 10 years ago that that was a a big way for people to actually meet other people with similar interests was twitter yeah well you bring up a very good transitionary question here uh, because we have a question in the chat robbie joe is asking what was your most memorable meetup experience you know every uh, every month you host these meets you host these meetups with your audience we've attended a few of them ourselves yeah. and that's because you get to meet the people that listen to our shows yep. you get to interact with them mm -hmm. so do you have a particular one in, uh, or, or a couple memories that you could recall from these disney meetups and we'll start with tony uh, I'm going to start with the Disneyland, uh, <laughs> Tiki room, <laughs> not Tiki room, right? Uh, Trader Sam's meetup. That was the first West coast meetup. Uh, and it was, I don't even think it was the podcast. It was more like Disney by the numbers was doing it. And, uh, I think that's where I met you guys, right? Al, John, Kristen, that's where I met you guys. And, uh, that meetup was great. There was a lot of people that showed up, you know, to hang out uh a lot of fun except you know there's no use of the bathroom and things like that but you know yeah, we got past out. that i'm out heidi april do you know about this story the infamous no, <laughs> no i do not <laughs> do you want Kristen should tell the story because she's the one who had the bathroom issue <laughs> so so we did this you know uh tony and John were hosting the meetup at the Tiki Room, and we decided uh, no, over Trader Sam's at Trader Sam's. Sam's. Yeah, and we decided to just glob onto them because we had a um, meetup before too over right. at the Co Bar and some different places. And we're like, "Hey, let's just all of us meet," and we just yeah. sent out an invitation. Yeah, Bubba was there. We be geeks was there. Yeah, we were we were yeah. all there. Yeah, this and was eleven years ago. This is eleven years ago. My goodness. And so we're all there meeting up. And this was this before Disney Parks? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <coughs> oh my gosh. So so John, I don't think you were there then. No, no, I don't think it was. Yeah. But we were we I, were outside. I was, I was at another meetup, another infamous meetup. So <laughs> that was during the uh the D twenty three uh God, what year? That was twenty eleven. 20, yeah, that would be 20, that would have been 2013, whatever, yeah. 2013, 2014. Yeah. Well, well, that's, that's, that's wild. But anyway, this was an infamous meetup because um, they wouldn't allow Kristen to use the restroom because John Lasseter was there and he was holding They wouldn't the let anybody, let anybody in. Yeah, anybody in the Oh my gosh. Room. Yeah. <laughs> And, yeah. and of course, you know, how well that worked out for John Lasseter. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
you know exactly what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, and then yeah, probably yeah. other meetups. Uh, I think our monorail crawls. Uh, the first one, you know, the inaugural. Oh, let's you know, we'll take the monorail, go from bar to bar to bar. That sounds great. And now it's become this uh, infamous thing that you know we do every year because now everybody's like, oh my god, you, you, I hope you're doing the monorail crawl. So now it's a yearly thing. We've turned it into the Christmas crawl. Uh, we yeah. do it at Christmas time. So there's Christmas alcohol and cookies and gingerbread. Alcohol, two things that go great together. Yeah. And monorails because you know they're very reliable. They never break down. (laughs) (laughs) So while while Bill is while while Bill is writing shotgun, uh, Bill as as a as a fan of the show, you've attended a few of these these meetups, have you not? Of course, monorail yeah, crawl is my all-time favorite. Uh, that's exactly my question. So, uh, the, with the monorail crawls, the different meetups. I mean, isn't it cool how the community of listeners not only can meet the podcasters who, who basically we sit and listen to on a weekly basis, and we start to get to know them. Um, isn't it great though to meet fellow fans of the show and share their fandom at these meetups? I mean, you've got to have a, a particular favorite moment. Yeah, um, I've been, like I say, I've been writing for Disney over 20 years. Uh, It's a long story, but a lot of these different meetups that I met that I attended, it's it's the camaraderie that people get together. And I think that the podcast here with their meetups is one of the best because everybody is on the same level. Nobody has, nobody tries to overpower nobody else it's just a bunch of people who love disney getting together sharing a common love and we just it's just the most relaxing fun time and that's what it is for me like just like tony said if if it's not fun why do it but right but when one thing about disney fans we all have that same love kind of thing and it seems like everybody's on the same level there's nobody higher or lower you may know more or no less but when you get together and you start working, uh, start having a few drinks and talking about Disney. This is a great feeling. It's a great feeling. You look forward to the next next meet, and that's that's what it is for me. Okay, no, that sounds good. That sounds good. Uh, before before we we get on to the next part of our show, uh, I'm going to ask uh, April um, about these meetups because I know you've been been to some. I've actually only been to. Uh, we had just our blitz group. This was, I am, I became an agent in February of 2020 and then COVID hit March of 2020. (laughs) So it was a big whammy for me and I had lots of time to do training. (laughs) So um, lots of time to, to work on my, my skill and all that stuff. So honestly, the biggest thing I did, and I was with Heidi last year and Shannon, and uh, we did the Disney Blitz last year. So if you want to call that our, our big meetup, we had the best time. We laughed. We all became this family that just, we still laugh and joke about the things that happened. Poor Heidi lost her Mickey when we were down there and we did a little <laughs> video on how we went missing. And we were, it was the funniest thing. And Still now, to this day, we still have this group that we chat with each other daily and ask each other questions. And for me, that just set the tone. I mean, I've loved Disney my whole life. And I actually never went until 
I was a grown woman and had three children of my own. I, I, I was 30. Well, I, I was younger. So, <laughs> you know, okay. first time going and, um, and it's just been wonderful since then. But these people that at Destinations to Travel, they took me in and they made me feel so welcome. And that was how my first meet, if you will, went. And it's been magic ever since. That's awesome. April? Yeah. Never particular. Heidi. Oh, it's Heidi. I'm sorry. I'm no, looking, you, I'm looking you, at our chat. Are you getting him backwards? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> yes, Heidi. So, uh, so I, I haven't mean, had I the, like, and, um, yeah, I haven't had the opportunity to go to a Disney Parks podcast meetup. Um, I don't ever seem to be in town at the time that they're hosting theirs, but I'm moving to Florida here in the summer, so maybe I'll get to catch one. Um, but the thing I love about the, you know, Disney community, like it, it, there's that, that single, you know, um, interest and, um, love of, you know, Disney, of course we can also be critical of some things that happen at Disney, you know, um, but (laughs) it's that general, like that bond, you know, that, um, brings everybody together. It's that common thread and doesn't matter if you've interacted with one another, um, in situations like this, or, uh, you know, you've messaged back and forth, there's just something that, that connects you and it, and it makes it very familiar and like coming home. So I'm looking forward to maybe one day getting to join a meetup. (laughs) Me too. Uh (laughs) Come on down. If I can jump in, uh, monorail meetups are great. You know, until the monorail doesn't work. Right. <laughs> uh, we had that on one of our meetups, uh-huh. <clears throat> which coincided with the same day that Disney was doing their dinner around the monorail thing, which is yes. another story. Yeah. But my, I think my favorite, outside of like the meetup that we're going to do like this weekend, which if you're not uh, already coming Saturday, 2 Shame p.m. Yeah. at uh, Sasagula. Sasagula Float Works. We're going to be doing beignets, uh, mm-hmm. hanging out, having a good time. Uh, which I love that specifically because you know who doesn't love a good beignet? That's it, ma'am. What are you going to have some mint juleps with the beignets? Oh, uh, we can. <laughs> yeah. Do you want one, Kristen? I'll dare you. Yes, um, yes I do. Okay. <laughs> Speaking my language. <laughs> my my favorite. I think my favorite meetup that we've ever done was we brought Jim Corcus. We've, we've talked about him, who is he's a legit, amazing Disney historian. And we brought him into uh, Fort Wilderness. They have a, a room in their DVC uh, resort area that's a train room. And it's dedicated to all the, the things that Walt loved about trains. And it's actually got a couple of the cars from the Carrollwoods Railroad. And Jim talked about trains and Walt and connected it to Disneyland and Walt Disney World. I think he spoke for about an hour or so. And, uh, (coughs) excuse me, getting choked up here. It was just great. We had like 20 some odd people and they were all passionate about hearing about Disney and trains. And Jim was incredible. And we just had a great afternoon. We had a great lunch. Uh, we went out for cocktails afterwards and hung out with Jim. And it was, just a, it was just a great time. I think that's probably one of my favorite because that that resort is one of my favorites. And, um, you know, 
that's that's probably it for me. Yeah. Nice. That's good. Yeah, that's good. That's why I won the five glasses. You won the five glasses? Yeah, we had the we had the little the, the raffle with tickets. I won the five dizzy glasses. Oh. First time I actually won something that I wanted. There was there again. <laughs> Apparently we give things away at these uh meetups. I should I probably remember these things. I don't forget <laughs> Now, you know, as uh, as things kind of, you know, as we kind of continue on our path of the show and its evolution over the years, you know, you've had a lot of different hosts, and things like that. Um, but it seems that the two of you uh, have been pretty much the, the mainstays, obviously the mainstays, the, the people that keep the show going. Um, but was there something in particular uh you know about the the different hosts that you used to have on the show that uh, that we could touch on. Um. <laughs> John John doesn't want to talk about any past hosts. No, uh, <laughs> listen, uh, the people have uh, come and gone from the show. Uh, they know who they are. <laughs> uh, some probably listen. Some probably don't. Um. <laughs> uh, I would probably say the uh, the only person that's been on every single show is me. Um, John had to go and do something else for a travel agent, so we had, uh, you know, other guests, hosts, and hosts come on. I remember on when and, Sid was on it. The what? I remember when Sid was on it. Yeah, yeah, Sid was on it, Kathy, yeah, Jackie. my favorite guest host. Yeah, uh, another yeah, person. Yeah. Another person we don't speak of anymore. Uh, I get it. We don't say her name. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um, I thought he was going to say Bruno. <laughs> no, yeah. no. We don't talk about Jada or Bruno. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> we don't uh, talk about. Bruno. Yeah, you know. I mean, and then we've had guest hosts like you guys and uh, Raphael and Edward and and Bill and you know. People have come on and guest hosts, you know, when one of us had to step out, typically John. Uh, <laughs> and then I, I, and I think that it's the weird thing is that w when I can't do it, we just don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> John, you should well, you should do, I don't, you wait, you did it. it once or twice not, without yeah. me, right? Yeah, yeah, we just I'm, yeah. the show without you, Tony. That's no. that's exactly what happened. You just don't know about it. Yeah, maybe and maybe the show is happening without me, and I don't know it. Yeah, check check the show archives. You'll see. Okay. Like right now. <laughs> no, but anyway, I mean, look, the the show has come such a long way uh, over the past ten years. And technology has grown, but Disney has also grown. The Disney parks here stateside and overseas. There's been a few of you. Uh, to have traveled to different parks across the globe as well and seen the changes that take place. If you were to give me uh, one or two of the most notable differences, especially in this day that we live, the, you know, what we'll say the, the era of COVID, right? Mm. I could get this show monetized. I apologize if I say that, but the era of the pandemic, right? I mean, what were some of the most significant changes you've seen at the parks uh, that you've talked about? Um, whether it's positive or negative and uh, everyone can chime in, but we'll, we'll just start off with John this time. Uh, don't worry about being uh, demonetized. YouTube won't monetize us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
when we started the show, one of the first things, first major topics that we talked about was New Fantasy Land. Yep. Mm-hmm. And how it's changed. And then we had, you know, Avatar Land or, you know, I can't, I, I've called it Avatar Land for so long. I don't remember what the real name of it is. Pandora. Uh, Pandora. And we had Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> Pandora. That's it. Pandora. <laughs> really name. I like Avatar Land better. <laughs> so those are, those are just a few of the changes that, I mean, dramatically have changed the parks. They've added several resorts that dramatically changed the landscape at Walt Disney World as a whole. And then going down World Drive, you know, they've, they've incredibly changed how you get to the Magic Kingdom and the Magic Kingdom resorts and, you know, some of the other resorts in the surrounding area. So, I mean, there's been a lot of changes, even just in the time that I've been coming to the parks since, you know, 2006. That's when I actually started coming to the park. So I'm probably older than you were, April, when you started coming. <laughs> but I, I, I've i seen those kind of changes. And I ask Tony all the time, like, can you believe the changes that you've seen since you were coming since you were a little boy? You know, it's, it's amazing. And I never really got into the Eisner years, although I was, was affected by it. You know, Bob Iger has always been you know, the CEO, and then now we've got Bob Page, uh, Bob Chapik. And, you know, the changes that I've seen in the last three years, they're, they're hard for me. They're very, very hard for me to see and watch and endure. But, you know, it's, it is what it is. You know, <laughs> it took us, how long did it take us, Tony, to stop saying Disney, you know, uh, downtown Disney and start saying Disney yeah. Springs? Yeah. A long time, you know. Things Still like call that. it the marketplace, you know. <laughs> no, I mean, Tony, how about you? Different, the most significant changes over the past decade. Yeah, well, it's tough because I always think like, all right, I came in '76. I went every year, you know. Things like security, you know, having to go through bag checks and and security checkpoints, making a park reservation now, uh, you know, how you park your car. There's a whole, you know, when people you know call me friends or family and say, you know. Tell me the new things I need to know about. It's like, I can't text those to you anymore. You're going to have to pick up the phone and call me because it's a long laundry list. You know, mm-hmm. you need dining reservations. You need to know how to mobile order food. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, all these, these things. And then there's things that, you know, change just, you know, over time. Parades, shows, uh, you know, changing up attractions, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. That, you know, sometimes... Sometimes it's for the better, but I think, you know, we've said this before, Disney needs a focus group, a bunch of people, 25, 30 people that rotate every quarter that give them fan perspective on their decisions. Oh, we want to, you know, we want to change Splash Mountain. What do you think of that? Well, ask the fans, right? And then base it all. I mean, that's how we run our show, right? We ask our listeners and they tell us and then we make changes according to that. You know, and I understand they're doing it, you know, for corporate reasons, you know, sometimes money, sometimes political pressure. But, you know, at least include the fans in that conversation. I don't think they are included in any conversation. So if you read read the 
I be I, if you read all the feedback from uh, from people, I still get emails from people from twenty years ago for my articles. They were for the Vicky mm. uh, News when I first started. Their biggest biggest rub for Disney right now is that uh, getting rid of the uh, what do you call it the reservation? Yeah, the, the fast pass, right? And the reservation system, yeah, because. Yeah. How many people we back? We were just looking at it the other day. Wrote in. I only get a week and a half in July. Mm-hmm. It's the only time I can come to Disney, right? So I go to buy the tickets, and I found out half the park I can't get in half the parks I want to see because right. of the reservation system. Mm-hmm. I like to know what you came up with was an excellent idea of a focus group, like you said, yeah. mm-hmm. to bring the fans or Disney yeah. guests into this. But I don't honestly believe that. You know, God forbid I say this. I've been writing for Disney. I've been doing press events for them for how many? Fifteen years now. Yeah. Okay. And I never really like to say anything negative about Disney. And I don't. Right. But I think what they're doing now is a very big mistake. Right. Because you're you're alienating a lot of people who love this park, including myself. One of the things we used to love more than anything would, hey. We're off Thursday. Let's go down, yeah. go to the Plaza Restaurant, grab a late lunch, yeah. watch the fireworks, and go home. Right. right. You can't do that no more. No. It seems like what you said before. You have to plan it. You have to plan it. It got to the point where going to the parks was fun and enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Now it's a chore. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can't even say, well, I want to go Thursday because you don't know if you get in the damn park Thursday. No. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could be wrong, but let me get one thing clear. Nobody loves Disney like I love Disney. Okay? <laughs> I love Disney. I Everything about it. Right. But I feel the management right now is going in the wrong direction. Yeah. It's just my personal opinion. I'm yeah. a, from what I've been reading on the feedback, a lot of people yeah. think the same way. They they don't like a lot of the changes. Yeah, like you said, some are some for good, some are for bad. Right. But there's no input. They don't seem to care about what the fans want. No, well, and that's, that's just my opinion. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't disagree with you. I think that that's very much the way that it is and i think that <laughs> there's a lot that disney is trying to to accomplish both corporately and in the parks and I, i've said this before and i'll say this again and unfortunately we're going to transition to something else in a second but if farther the farther we get from the passing of walt disney the less and less and less the parks look like what walt had in his mind yeah yep and I think that's that's probably the best the best way I can sum it up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. So having said that, um, <laughs> we're kind of in this, we're in this transition period. So it's a horrible transition. Sorry. <laughs> um, it's the top of the hour. So what we want to do, <laughs> we want to uh, we want to first of all thank April, and we want to thank. Um, Crap, my brain went right out. This is what happens when I don't drink before a show. Heidi and April. Uh, uh, Heidi knows what's coming. April doesn't. I am so incredibly fun. I work with a person named April, and I have another person I work with named Megan, and I almost said Megan. And and I started to say April and met. I have a daughter named Megan, oddly enough. (laughs) Megan. That's good. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Heidi, Megan. I'm so sorry. Um, 
Hang on. I got to tell this funny story. I, I know, ladies, you got to go, but I, I got to tell this funny story. So we just came from a memorial service for my wife's aunt. And because I used to be in ministry, they asked me to pray. And this is literally what happened in my head. This is how this is how crazy my life is. I started the prayer out, and it was really nice. You know, hey, we're here today. We're going to remember Becky and, and blah, 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 blah. And I was praying. And about halfway through the prayer, I started having this conversation in my head like, I sound like a moron. <laughs> I just finished the prayer. Well, I got, I got all these things that I need to say. But you can't say, oh, my God. Just finish the dang prayer. And and then I'm like, I'm talking. And I think I said, remember, 12 times. Because I, I, I got done, and I went back, and my wife goes, remember? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know. I sound like an idiot. So that's what goes on. I, I open my mouth, the stuff starts coming out, and I get halfway through, and it's like, <gasps> so sincerest apologies. April like I said, doesn't have any clue what's about get. to happen. So Heidi... Thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. How can people get in touch with you if they would like to book travel through you for destinations to travel? Go ahead, April. Oh, okay. Um, I am April Stefanski at d2travel.com. You can reach out to me there, and I would love to help you with any of your Disney travel needs. Perfect. <laughs> And yeah, I'm hiding. <laughs> <laughs> Coach for the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm going to go with no. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I'm Heidi Estep at d2travel.com. Uh, just like um, April said, would love to help. Um, Disney focused travel, definitely my jam. So, mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We appreciate you guys so very much. Thanks for making this night super special and being here with us. And, uh, yes. you know, thanks for letting us borrow you for the evening. And uh, when you see Shannon, thank her for us for, for letting we us sure always will. have access to you. You're amazing. We appreciate you guys very much. Thank you. Of course. Appreciate thank you. you. Thanks, guys. Have fun. Have a good night. Bye. <laughs> All right. Bye. Well, that's awesome. Thank you, John. Hey, look, now it's just us. So yeah. I'm going to try to adjust the, the camera here because I know. Yeah. Uh, Are we bringing other people in? Yeah. We're bringing we got, other uh, people in? Yeah, we got one other person that's coming. All right, okay. ready? Why don't you wait before we do that? Bring him in. Come on, kid. There you Show go. Oh, oh, no, no. not him. Ducky, ducky, quack, quack. <laughs> Uh, John has left the building. <laughs> it's dumbass. Raphael. It's dumbass. It's uh, it's too much for one podcast, y'all. <laughs> Speaking of guest hosts, there you go. Yeah, another guest well, host, Raphael from the Mouse. Yeah, I think once again he's muted himself like a Zoom call. <laughs> So this is the the day in which we live. Uh, thank you very much. I'm so happy to be here. It's a great show. John and Tony is the best, but John is my favorite. No, you Wait, see. There we go. There, now it works. Listen, man, that was not Raphael. That was Desi Arnaz. Come on, man. There you go. Hey, hey welcome to the show. Hello, Lucy. Good to see you all. I was watching, yeah. watching from, from Facebook. 
Nice. And, nice. Uh, so do you have do you have a particular uh, uh, moment from the Disney Pox podcast that you'd like to share uh, with with the, the team celebrating their 10 year anniversary? You know, I, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm not, but you something, Tony. I've got allergies, so like I'm, I'm really bad now. So. It's hard for me to single a moment out, so I just wanted to kind of like share everything that kind of went over. And I actually wrote down a list, which is unlike me. But, um, <laughs> first, I want to say like how thankful I am to have met all of you. Um, like. When I was first starting the mouse, it was great to see all of you and get to see what you guys were doing. Because like I had my thoughts of what the mouse could be, but then you guys have been running your podcast for so many years and had all this experience to share. And you were willing to share it, which is awesome. Because we're talking about the Disney community and it's all great, but there's a lot of uh, stuff that isn't great on the people that that create these sites. So to to have met you you all, it couldn't have been a better situation for me. Um, Likewise. You guys are all charismatic bunch. Um, and that was great for me. Like Tony and John, like they light up a room. I'm very introverted until I meet people. So like once I meet you guys, I can start talking and never finish. But uh, seeing you guys and how the way you guys carry yourselves, like, it's taught me a lot. And, you know, Tony now is a celebrity everywhere you go. You can't go to Ravello without, uh, you know, him waving to to his fans. But uh, Just mention my name, you'll get a table quicker. Yeah. Exactly. But, um... It was an honor to be invited by the Disney Parks podcast to watch uh, Disney films whenever they had an, an extra spot available. And just to have all the, all the advice that they were willing to freely share as, as I was growing my podcast and doing other things for my website. Awesome. Yeah, cool. Very cool. Well, it's just That's- great getting to know you. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. getting to know you and and your better half and uh you bring a lot to the community man so don't sell yourself short yeah <laughs> yes i think yeah. some of the best times that we have are all together yeah you know, when we can all get together and hang whether it is where, whether the cameras are rolling or not is always a good time there's so many great instances i remember the time we uh, we had a meetup and we all uh were at uh the animal kingdom lodge which was oh, yeah. great and a great opportunity to see and meet and hang with a lot of people. But I think, I think that's a great thing about y'all show is that you do bring people together. All the different fans could be, couldn't be more diverse, but yet your podcast brings a lot of people together that would normally that, that share that love that you guys have as a passion project, as this podcast has taken mm-hmm. up 10 years of your life. Yeah. Um, know that it doesn't go unappreciated there's so many great friends that have been made and all of us here on the show now and people watching at home uh, and listening on their podcast platform just love the fact that we're, we're all real that we love to share the fandom together and you made it happen 
So, so kudos to you. And I echo Raphael's sentiments. And I think that's all really powerful stuff because friends, I can say this in my life that I've had a lot of friends kind of come and go work situations, life changes happen, but I'm so happy that after all of these years plus that I can call on you to be friends because it's, it's something that we share. That's so special. And not only are we just all podcasters, but it's, it's just very cool that all of us can share with that and still call each other friends at the end of the day, whether we're podcasting or not, it doesn't matter. And whether right. we're talking about Disney or not, or whether we're talking about Disney or not, because we, we've been <laughs> very true. Yeah. Well, that's the, not Disney. Right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, right. we have yeah. Uh, one more guest joining. Hello, Mr. James. Hello. Oh, Good evening, everyone. Yeah. Good evening. <laughs> Hello. Now it's a party. <laughs> <laughs> no party until JD shows up. Uh, I don't know if everybody uh, knows James. Go ahead, John. Go ahead. No, Go James. Ahead. James is uh, you know a friend of ours, but uh, also he was a Patreon for a long time. We kind of made him pay less. <laughs> he was at a, a very high tier, and that wasn't nice. So I was forced into the silent treatment. Yes, you forced <laughs> out to the to the cheap seats. <laughs> if uh, if you've ever been to a podcast meetup where yes. we were at Disney Springs or Boathouse, you know, certain the Boathouse, Boathouse <laughs> James facilitates a lot of that. So yeah. not only is he a friend, he's a friend of the podcast, and yeah. you know, we were just talking. We were just talking before you came in, James, about friends and and I think uh I think maybe with one or two exceptions, I can probably remember crashing on all of our couches here. <laughs> um or you know, just just hanging out uh and probably drinking way too much and, and talking not enough. Yeah. But the thing about Disney I, I know nothing for me that's <laughs> transcended this is this is why even with all the how's that old fashioned, bro? Um, the thing about Disney for me that you know it's transcended being into the parks and riding rides and you know going to restaurants and staying in resorts. What it really is uh, is this must sound really crazy, but it's really the the social lubricant to facilitate friends connecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I don't go to Disney to. I mean, I. I do like going to Disney ride rides. Don't get me wrong. I'm not crazy, but I do like going to Disney mainly to just hang out with people. I could care less if I ride another ride at Disney. As long as I get to hang out with my friends, that's really what it's about. Well, with the exception of guardians of the galaxy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hanging out with friends, you know, that's, that's what it's really all about. Food and drink. And and that's, that's yeah. what Disney means to me. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I, I agree. agree. Yeah, absolutely. James, how do you feel? How do you feel about them celebrating this ten-year milestone? Uh, I feel great. I think it's a great milestone. Happy ten years to both of you. Thank you. Congratulations on making it ten years. It's a wild ride. I've been there for a good portion of it. Um, I stay on this podcast because um, you guys have said it very well. You uh, you tell the truth. You say how it is, how you feel. Mm-hmm. There's very little filter left in 
how you feel about what's going on Disney or not. But it's a great podcast. Tony, I like the shirt, buddy. Look at that. We think alike. Oh my gosh, you guys are twinkies. <laughs> Twinning. <laughs> that wasn't even planned, but no. it was worth it. So nice. but yeah, podcast is great. You guys do an excellent job. John, I also agree with you. The reason Disney is so the way it is, is the families and the connection you make with other people that have the same like minds. Yeah. And I, you know, it's interesting. James brings up that, uh, you know, we, we say the truth and it is, you know, sometimes we get beat up for that, you know, well, you know, why are you saying that, you know, bad stuff about this? It's not bad stuff. It's the truth. You know, we don't get paid like other bloggers to go to events. You know, when I'm going dining or to a park, it's on my dime. So, unfortunately, you're going to get my opinion, whether I liked it or didn't like it. And sometimes I like it and John doesn't. Sometimes John likes it and I don't. So, you're getting two opinions. Um, but at least it's the truth and it's not a paid or sponsored, uh, you know, visit. So... Or there's times like when we went to Enzo and Marie's and... Oh, yes. We all agreed on that one. Yes. <laughs> it's crap. Don't ever go to Marie and Enzo. We've all agreed, but we've all agreed it's crap. <laughs> all right. crap. Uh, no, we, I'll give anything I'm a try. Because like, on Tony's recommendation, not today. <laughs> well, look. It's one thing if it's an anomaly when when things are great and great yeah. or good, or it's bad. You know, after a second time, that it is not good, yeah. and a, a big change is going to have to take place in order for us to try it again, like a change in executive chefs. Yeah. So yeah. that that is that is something that is that is always might just need a change in restaurant. I think yeah, they well, serve <laughs> Chef Boyardee there. Out of a I would I would prefer Chef Boyardee to that place. Oh my god! You know, I used to be a struggling musician. And trust me, I used to get spaghetti was out of a can. Yeah, exactly. I but, think oh, what I they call Juta is spam. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't make fun of the spam now. Hey, I'm Polynesian. I can, I can eat some spam. Hey, we, uh, so so Raphael and uh, and James, p- please feel free to to hang tight. You can chime in if you'd like. But uh, guys, do we have a, a couple of minutes more for some uh, questions from the peanut gallery sure. here? Yeah. All right. Very good. So, uh, Susan, uh, Skamidiki. Did Shemed- I say that right? Shemedicky. Ironically Shemed- that James is here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should just, answer this, James. <laughs> no, no. It's just, I mean, the comment was just happy 10 years. So oh, cool. Really oh. All right, cool. Thanks, Susan Schmedicky. I'm the whore. I'm horrible with this, guys. You know, come on. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, yeah, it's okay. Uh, Susan well, doesn't have an easy name to say. We know Susan. <laughs> no. She gets it a lot. <laughs> and we love her. Speaking of friends. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Stephen Parenti says, "How tricky is the reservation system as of today? How tricky is it?" Yeah, it's pretty tricky. <laughs> it's pretty well, tricky, like the DMC song. If you yeah. ask me. First, first, you, it, it's kind of like a little fork in the road kind of thing. First, they ask you, "Is this an annual pass, or do you have a hotel reservation?" Uh, and then you have to select one of those, and then they take you to a completely different area, and then they show you possible dates that are available. Um, 
So it's 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 tricky, but it's doable. You know, listen, Epcot won't be available for a very long time, probably till Tron opens, and then uh, nothing will be in the Magic Kingdom will be available come October when I think it's going to open. So, so <laughs> presumably, John and Tony celebrate twenty years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By that time, they might be doing the Universal Parks podcast. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Nintendo Land podcast. <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> The Nintendo Land podcast, or I could, you know, exactly. I could be doing Knott's Berry Farm at that point. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, that's right. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, it's exactly. the, the, the and John podcast about Kiko World. We <laughs> like to talk Mario, and it's Nintendo World. I could be the Mario. You could be the Luigi. Hey. <laughs> hey. Luigi. You're the Luigi. I'll be the Mario. The I'm the Mario. Hey. Can I be Kirby? Nah, it's Fangul. Does he make me the princess? Hey, Peach? You can be Princess Peach if you want, or, you know, you can hey. play it old school if you yeah. want. Yeah. yeah. Or, what, is it Yoshi, Has right? Yoshi. 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 Boink, 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 boink. Exactly. Has a sugar <laughs> off wheels. Let me get uh, those coins. Get it back out. <laughs> Stephen else also saying, "I'm glad you listened to your fan base." Yes. Uh, he's also asking about uh, the uh, where was it? where was it here? What was your favorite part about the Disney Hometown Museum in Missouri? Did you actually you actually went there? No, no, no. I have, I have not gotten on, there let, yet. I, I'm hoping yeah, to do it this year. Actually, yeah. Uh, okay, be nice. Up there. Yeah. Stephen is. Uh, I'm amazed by Stephen, to be honest with you, because Stephen Stephen watches all the shows. Yes, and he asks probably thirty questions a show. <laughs> well, so I'm amazed that he's good. got that many questions. <laughs> uh, and it's impressive, Steve. I'm not gonna lie to you. It, it, it's impressive. Um, but uh, but yeah, Tony and I have not been to the museum yet. We we want to. I tell you honestly, now that we're all here, the the all the all of us in the in the show, we should plan a winter trip because they say winter time in Marceline is gorgeous. Really? Yeah. If we only had a travel that we could call. <laughs> uh, there you go. Hey, uh, just saying. Oh, there you go. Make the happy kids. We could, have, we, could definitely, we could definitely plan on that. Yeah. Uh, we also have got um, Charles, and I know Charles is saying, you know, bring back dining, please. I'm begging. Of course, we have nothing to do with the dining. Yeah. But uh, you know, apparently there are supposed to, there are rumors about the Disney dining plan yeah. coming back. Mm-hmm. It means to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think it's going to be very limited, and I think you guys have covered this before on many yeah. podcasts but i think it's going to be a very limited time offering just to <laughs> just to fill rooms but you know disney's really kind of uh, at this point you know people say vote with your wallet well there's tons of people booking trips and no lack of of, of room for reservation so why put in any type of incentive when the the rooms are getting booked right yeah. yeah here's the problem too so i just heard this the other day so disney's paying like uh kitchen staff like 16 dollars an hour well yeah. our dear friends over at universal are paying 20 dollars an hour so uh yeah. universal is just pulling the the workforce over to their side of the fence because they're just paying more you know yeah if you're going to be yep. in a hot, steamy kitchen, I'd rather do it for $20 an hour than 16 
you know. Oh, sure. Well, yeah. and they're also, and I guess that's spurring the uh, the movement for both of those theme parks in the area to provide housing yeah. for their employees as well. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of changes coming, folks. I mean, yeah. if you're going to work for this company, not only are they going to pay you more, but they're going to put you up in some housing to work there. Well, there's yeah. also been rumors that Tables in Wonderland is coming back, but yeah. with only 10%. Yeah. Again, rumors. Yeah. Yeah, and probably, and probably no valet parking. I would imagine they're not going to be giving uh, that that company forty bucks a pop. Yeah. Ugh. Can you imagine a day when yeah. you know uh, a majority of people who are coming from a certain part of town have to drive through the affordable homes for the Disney workers to get to Walt Disney World? <laughs> I mean. It's just, no. It boggles my mind that Disney is building affordable housing, you know, and, and nobody's nobody's saying this overtly. I mean, that they nuanced it in the article that I read, but it's it's for the people who are going to be working at Disney who can't afford regular housing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just blows my mind. And it's just... It's because they don't pay you know, enough. There was a time when... <clears throat> that's true. There was a time, you know, and I I ignore a lot of the corporate Disney for the sake of loving Walt Disney and the parks. But the corporate Disney is now starting to kind of overshadow the regular Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's really it's really it's harsh in my mellow, yo. you know, <laughs> yeah. it's really getting to the point where it's like, that's disgusting. Well, just just wait you know, until they you make their you own make stuff. enough money to where you. Yeah, corporations should stay out of politics. Yeah, that's just how I feel. Well, I know that to be true, but the other the other truth is is that you know what's going to happen to run Reedy Creek Improvement District is not being run by Disney anymore. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Uh, that I know is going to be on a Patreon show for Disney Parks podcast. So I can't <laughs> not wait for that. It's already there. It's already, already there. Already there. Uh, yeah, Lori, Lori Rainsbury says, hello from North Dakota. So hello. Thank you for watching. Hello. Uh, Costa Smith says, hi, everyone. And then, uh, we also have another, uh, uh, let's see here. Just scrolling, scrolling. Laura Mitchell says, am I dreaming? Nope. Nope. You're not dreaming. This is a real thing. We're all on here talking for yep. the 10 year anniversary of Disney parks podcast. <laughs> so, uh, Let's see. Richard Wolfer says, happy 10 years. Saw you on Leo Laporte's college show many, many years ago. Tony, I think that was you. Yes, it was. It was. Because we used, we all used to watch Call for Help. Yep. So, there you go. Actually, Tony I was on the uh, newer version that they just got rid of again. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you know. Calling for Help. Well, once again, well, what, once again, you know. Oh, the newer version? Okay, good. Yeah. At least it's not that yeah. said reboot G4 TV. Uh, that would be great. Yeah, we should do that. Let's create G four. We'll call it G <laughs> five. Well, yeah, whatever, whatever the network is. Yeah, right. Whatever, whatever the new high speed network is, so it'll be awesome. Yep. It'll be much we better. We can, but we're not recording on Mondays. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> James Dotsy says more John Voice Machine. LOL. 
Uh, there you go, John. What do, you, what do you want, James? What do you need? What do you need, buddy? I can, I can do it for you. <laughs> Something I, I missed over the years. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think James. Uh, James is probably looking for robot uh, John Don here. here. Robot, robot. Oh my god! Hello. Robot. I have to go find that setting. <laughs> yeah. We don't have the setting anymore. Oh well. All right. Sorry, Mr. Chance, James. Sorry about that. Uh, Lindsay Marie. Hello, Lindsay. Says love the live shows. Yes, hello. love the live shows. It's hello. Nice. hello. Oh, reverb, reverb, reverb. There you go. There you go. Uh, gang, I think this pretty much wraps up uh, some of the questions and comments we've had here on the live show. So we appreciate that. Uh, you know, any other parting words i guess uh i i guess we could start wrapping up the show but yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll start with raphael you've been you've been here hanging out so do you have any parting words as we wrap up with the 10-year anniversary show well just uh more thanks and congratulations i will say one other thing i want to mention that i forgotten it was an honor to to sit there in the room with you guys and watch you guys interview others because that's a, that's an incredible skill that I honestly still am learning, and it was it was amazing to watch you guys do it and extract so much information from people. Thank you, thank you, thank that's you. What thank you. you. You know, waterboarding is also an effective way to extract. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to be like an outrun. Sometimes it can be like waterboarding. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. by, by the way, Mindy Mouse says hello. Uh, many times I've lived in Sacramento and go to San Francisco all the time. So, Mindy right. Mouse, hello and welcome to the show from Northern California. Cool. So yeah. that is awesome. Bill, do you have anything you uh, would want to say as we wrap up the show? Well, one thing I do want to say, John and uh, Tony are good friends of mine for many years, uh, and I just want to thank both of them for inviting me on this historic 10-year anniversary show. I'm very, very humbled and honored. That's all I can say. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for being and here, buddy. Voice. Yeah. A voice truly made for radio. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And we really need to do another cookout soon. Oh, yeah. I already have it planned. I just need you guys to give me a date. <laughs> Smoker's ready. It. Chicken's ready. <laughs> Ribs Smoke. are ready. Smoke them if you got them. Oh, that's yeah, nice. I'm dry, I'm writing right now immediately. Okay. Yeah, you should. Those things are where crazy. You are. Tell them. No, you didn't have to invite me. Yeah, Bill does a good, uh, he puts on a good spread. I like he it. Does. As I say, nobody's ever gone way ha- hungry. I know that's for sure. No, no, no. Sorry, Bill. I'm inviting myself. Is that, I hope that's okay. Walk right in. Hope, <laughs> tell me what you like: beer, wine, what? We'll have it. For I'll you. Tell you, I, I do not discriminate. I am an anti-discriminatory alcoholic. So, well, we'll get, we got anything you need to get you up there. I love it. I love it, James. How about yourself? Any any final words for the show as we wrap up? Gentlemen, congratulations on ten years. Let's see where the next, however many take us, ten more. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy but i do know this i will see you for beignets <laughs> excellent. excellent i love it Sweet. Hey, Kristen, how, about you, how about yourself what about me do you have any final <laughs> final thoughts you got the, jury's <laughs> your final thought here. Uh, the final thought yeah i'm just going down the list Take care of, of yourself you no know, if, if you want to join in and, and say something about the show before we wrap up i am glad to call tony and and john friends Thank you. 
Yes, me and I too. enjoy I enjoy listening to podcasts on the way down on our long drives down to Orlando. <laughs> yes. We that, always listen to them. They keep, they keep me company. They keep us both company. <laughs> it's certainly, it's awesome. Guys, thank you so much for having us uh, take part yes. in your 10-year anniversary show. It's an honor and a privilege. And cheers to 10 years. And for many, many more, cheers, salute, and all of that good stuff. And uh, Tony and John, for many more podcasts to come. Thank you so much for everything. Yeah. Thank you Thanks all for, for coming and enjoying. And thank you, Al John Kristen, for hosting. Thank you, John, for being a podcast partner. Uh, thank you, Raphael and James and Heidi and April and Bill. Um, yeah, it's been a good ride. So we'll uh, another 10, John. What do you think? 20? God, if, if paycheck's still around, it's going to be like pulling teeth, but I'll see what I can do. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. So May, May. Happy hour on Dining at the Disney with both of you coming on. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, hour. <laughs> can, I, uh, can I get my two cents in then we'll call it a day? Yeah. Sure. First of all, Thanks everybody who who is uh, guesting. Thanks everybody in the chat. Everybody who's listening or watching. Um, it's a privilege to be allowed into your you know your your feeds, your podcast listening. Uh, all of our patrons, God, thank you so very much for allowing us to do some of the things that we do, like the the meetup this weekend. Um, the best compliment I ever got was from uh, our buddies Kara and Gary Tony yep. who came to a meetup uh, they moved here from St. Louis and they, they binge listened to podcasts from the time they left until the time they got to Orlando and she kind of thought she knew who we were. She recognized you right off the bat. Uh, I don't know. Cause of the glasses, maybe, maybe. And, um, she, she said something to me and, and she says, uh, so how do you know Tony? I said, well, I, I've, I've known Tony for a long time. And she's like, you're John. And I'm like, yes, I am. She's like, Oh my God, I love you so much. <laughs> uh, and she gushed on us for 10 minutes and she said that we I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember exactly what she said she said we got them through the move and we've gotten them through some tough times because when they were missing Disney she always knew that we were there and that's the whole reason why I got into podcasting for Disney in the first place yeah. and my life has been so incredibly enriched by Tony and Bill and everybody here and Kristen and Al John and Susan and James and all the people that have come on the show and left the show to the lesser or greater degree. And for the people that I've met through park hoppers and the time that we spent with bill and his lovely wife hanging out and all the little things that have happened along the way being able to touch this talk to some of the disney legends the bob gers the pat carrolls the um oh my god margaret carries mm. 
you know, the Yeehaw Bobs, the people whose stories we will lose one day. And to be able to thank them for giving us this history that we've had uh, and to be able to talk to people who work with Walt. So as a Disney fan, it's been a privilege and uh, for podcasters, it's been an honor. And to be called a Disney podcaster today is, is got different connotations. But for me, it's, it's something I'm very humbled by and very proud of. And I just want to say thank you, Tony, for inviting me on this crazy ride. And, um, I know we, if you listen to some of the shows, we've never always seen eye to eye, but I love you. Uh, it's, it's something that I treasure being a friend and, uh, to call you my brother is, is, it's just a privilege. And uh, I just want to say thank you. So you're welcome. Let's, uh, you know, paycheck doesn't kill us. Let's, <laughs> let's do another 10 more and see what happens. I'm in. All right. Anything else? Last, uh. All right. All right. Let's hit it. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. 